Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Now be honest now. Be honest. Have you ever, like, just smacked something, just smacked it hard to get it to work again? Maybe it's a TV remote or... Um, the notion of a good smack upside of the head just might do the uh, do the trick. The uh, the the episode tonight I'm very excited for. The topic is rise up, awakening through reflection, and our guest tonight is Suzanne Ross. We're going to bring her on in just a minute, but you know. When you smack something to get it to work, you're trying to restore its integrity, restore its potential. I know I'm using a, a maybe a little off metaphor, but so be it. Well, you know, I've been scratching my head a long time about this human um, narrative and, and what's going to transform the, the collective consciousness transform the human condition here on planet Earth. And there's a lot of narratives that hinge around the notion of a savior. Come save our ass. Savior, oh savior, come save our ass. And, you know, savior with a capital S, the big guys, the big guns, they don't want to save our ass. Now, Don't take that sentence verbatim. They don't want to save our ass. They would much rather that we, the human persona, save our own ass. And and what I'm getting at here is um, it's time for us to grow up spiritually. It's time for us to claim our, our divinity, our discussion. Well, now, you've written a a wonderful book, and as I understand it, it's the second of a trilogy. And if I take a stand back and look at it, it really looks like a personal empowerment um, or maybe um, a personal evolutionary type course. 
Can you can you share with us what brought you to to write this book? Yes, well, I had my own powerful awakening experience over 25 years ago, and it dramatically changed my life. It aligned me with my true calling in the field of health and wellness, which then has morphed into many different shapes and forms over the years, most recently to be more focused on spirituality, but still have that overall a wellness theme running through it. And so I went on a journey of really deepening my spirituality by engaging in trance meditation. And as I did, I started to channel and do automatic writing to my great surprise, but with some intention of hoping to achieve that end. And as I did, I started to... Uh, experienced the reality in a whole different way on many levels, literally on walks out in nature, seeing a shift in my perception of reality where it would still look the same with the same objects in it, but those objects would seem like they were vibrating at a much higher frequency with sparkling light and fluorescent colors, and then the reality would seem very fluid. And I became aware that everything was consciousness, and the stream that I was walking along was liquid consciousness, and the forms around me were crystal consciousness, and I was consciousness, and if everything was consciousness, that it was malleable. And I, as a conscious being, could have an effect on my reality that I'm seeing as all flexible consciousness. And so as I walked through my reality, I would do experiments with that. And I became very empowered in the knowing that as I'm walking through reality, literally, the electrons... The, the, the electron wave behavior is collapsing and becoming forms as I observe the reality as I move through it. I got very interested in what quantum physics has to say about the nature of reality and how, what that has to do with consciousness and spirituality. And so it really all came together in my book, Rise Up, as an empowering way to develop creator consciousness really by tuning into nature, being out in nature, connecting with the life force of all living things and beings, but then, you know, having this knowing about everything being consciousness, consciousness being fundamental to our experience, and then us having the ability to interact with it in a very powerful way. Very well said. I like that. Well, the... Um, we've talked about quantum mechanics quite a bit on this show over the years, and and the, the notion of of the experience you talk about the field collapsing into physical form with your attention, with your with the focus of your consciousness. Uh, part of part of the quote past unquote perhaps the three D matrix 3d arena is that the outside world to us is static and if we want something done we use our muscles and we go and we manipulate our environment with our muscles and yet in the new paradigm in the new 5d in the new narrative so to speak it's it's more like the environment is uh, a reflection or a um, a program of our own and and to interact with it with our consciousness with intent opens up kind of a new narrative about how we bring change. As readers of your material, what are you what are you teaching or revealing to the reader as far as the new narrative? The, the new way to create, the new way to 
uh, influence a new outcome, a new desire, a new paradigm. So in my book, Rise Up, um, I want people to understand how creation came into being. And so I give them information about the true nature of the energetic realm, atoms, protons, neutrons, photons, and also some newer revelations around um, the Higgs field and even the Higgs boson. I also then dive into sacred geometry and how creation came into being or, or comes into being through the platonic solids, which, of course, each represent an element. And the reason that I go into that in detail is because once you have a greater understanding about how reality works, about the true nature of reality, and how everything in the reality has sacred patterns, shapes, and forms, a particular vibrational frequency. We go through all the different spectrums of colors, each having a different frequency and tone, the longest, shortest wave being red, or the longest, um, slowest wave being red, and the shortest, fastest wave being violet, right, taking us through the chakras in, in truth, but also just letting the adventure or reader know that everything in your reality is simply vibrating at a certain frequency to give it its shape, color, density, form. And so once you know all this, then you can interact with your reality in a more knowledgeable way, more empowered to form your reality in the way that you desire because now you have a greater understanding about how it works. Does that make sense, Les? Oh, yeah, very well said. Well, the, the, the old school um, idea of, of the collective consciousness on the planet, these are very new ideas, relatively speaking, over the past many generations. It, in order for us to really show up, so to speak, to really fully embody um, our, our true potential, we, uh, we have to um, reprogram ourselves because if we don't believe it to happen, it's not going to be. I mean, we have to um, deprogram the static model and, and then reprogram or, or embody the, the new model of our environment responding to our consciousness in a much more lucid way. So that can be a, a, quite a journey for an individual. And what I really, <laughs> what I really like is the bite-sized pieces you've done with your work. So I'm, I'm looking at your book right now, Rise Up, Awakening Through Revelation. Ten days. Now, who can't spend ten days? Ten days on the ascension path. And if this is one of three books in a trilogy, you really, you've really magnified the power of the moment, so to speak, in, in that in a ten-day process, you're taking the the reader through quite a bit of material. And what I like about it is it, it's an incremental way to uh, awaken yourself. How do you, how do you see the 10-day the, the process and these three books as a, as a method of transformation of self? And so, yes, one can really dive in and be totally dedicated to take 10 days just to focus on their journey through the books, like Wake Up is a workshop. Um, and so if you can do one full day, you know, at, at a time of the book, that is very helpful because it, then it takes you from the start to the finish of one particular theme or topic. Um, but with Rise Up... You know, it is an adventure, and we are, 
spending time out in nature, connecting with creation. We're going to sacred sites around the world and along the way, learning their different cosmologies, their sacred beliefs and practices. And so, yes, there is a lot of material. If you can actually take a whole day, a whole 10 days off and just dedicate, you know, your life to the book during that time, that's wonderful. If you can't, um, like I said, it is an adventure. So, you know, you can head out on the adventure in the book and, you know, you get to a certain point where you need to stop and then get back into the adventure when you have time to dive in again. Um, that works well through Rise Up because it is a voluminous book and, you know, we do cover a lot of material um, I have provided a lot of illustrations and graphics to make it um, easier to follow along. Also, there's journaling and meditation. Um, so, yes, if you could do a, a whole day, you know, that would be great. But you can you can dive in and then come back and get back into it. And you don't have to do the whole um, book in 10 days, and you don't really even have to do a whole day in one day. Right. So, So it's not doesn't have to happen over 10 consecutive days. Right. So, um, in the book, you talk about creator consciousness and, you, uh, and how the reader can shift into this empowered state of being. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, and so once you walk out into the world knowing, A, that you are an aspect of the one infinite creator, and as such, you are a creator being. If that which brought us into being, and we are an aspect of it, created everything, then certainly within us, we have the power to create far beyond that which we can comprehend with our third dimensional limited spectrum of vision and perception. But so many of us are expanding our consciousness far beyond 3D and finding ourselves capable of moving into 4D, experiencing the astral realm and even expanding our consciousness into higher dimensions this ability to see beyond the 3D limited spectrum will certainly enhance our creator abilities as we bring more of our brain online. We're able to ignite more DNA by moving into higher dimensional experiences. And so it's just the knowing that we are creator beings and the more that we intentionally create meaningful experiences, um, the more that we bring our dreams into fruition through our vision, the more that we believe we have the power to create our reality in any which way we wish, the more empowered we become to do so. But particularly, I want to expand the reader's consciousness into the knowing that we are so much more than just this one avatar here in this 3D timeline of this one particular incarnation, but that we, in truth, are an eternal soul who is literally standing at the center of our creation, mentally projecting holographic fractals of its personalities into many timelines and many dimensions all at once. And so in that knowing, we know, you know, the vast expanse of all that we are and all that we're being in, you know, so much of time and space, but also that we have an eternal soul that exists in the eternal now who's sourced by the infinite. So we are not just experiential beings. We are existential as eternal beings, immortal and infinite, as a drop in the infinite sea in the entire sea all at once. Very well said. I like that. Now, so many people can be watching the media, watching the, the news narrative, and it looks like um, uh, 
a karmic tsunami, and <laughs> and the, the notion of <laughs> of fear. You're very funny, friend. Les. You make me laugh. <laughs> I have to tell the audience we've had a few conversations offline, and Les has a great sense of humor. <laughs> wet cleanup life. Oh no, wait. Wet cleanup planet Earth. You know, the uh, well. The, the value of knowing the the continuity of consciousness, you're mentioning that we're a timeless soul having a human experience in this particular node of of our oversoul, so to speak. Talk about the, um, I mean, for people to be afraid because of what they're watching in the 3D matrix, I know you've already mentioned it, but but just just anchor that the notion of of the safety or the continuity of self, whereas no human intention, no intention of anything outside of you, can touch your um, the truth of who you are. Can you elaborate on that a bit? Sure. A. Turn off the news. <laughs> Where your attention goes, energy flows. I really do believe that we, what we tune into, is what we become and what we are consumed with. And so we can stay trapped in the 3D matrix and follow the mainstream news and allow that to define our reality. Or we can blow the lid off the 3D matrix and expand into a higher way of living and being, truly disconnecting from the chaos and the confusion, the destruction, you know, what the mainstream news wants us to believe. It's all about programming us, disempowering us, to believe that we are small, we are a victim of what is happening around us. We uh, are easier to program and control when we are disempowered. To believe that the reality is falling apart, that all of these horrible things are happening and that we are victims of it. And... I feel, you know, on a bit of a conspiracy route that, you know, the corporate sponsors who clearly own the news stations and give, you know, make sure that there's a certain script read, uh, that the the narrative is literally designed to keep us in a place of contraction and fear, uh, because in that place we are more likely to uh, be sick, (laughs) have anxiety, have depression. Of course, then, you know, big pharma benefits from our state of non-well-being. And, you know, so I just feel that there's many reasons why, you know, the the mainstream news media and just programming in general, programming from society, programming from our parents, programming from the people that we may work for, you know, whatever it is, it's important to break free of that programming and to create your own reality in your own way that has much more love and unity and peace and harmony. And you can create your life to be any way you wish. I know here I live in Sedona, and I have created my life at this point to consist of daily spiritual journeys out in the Red Rock Paradise of Sedona and doing psychic readings for people, doing energy healing, these things that have a powerful, positive impact on their lives. And, of course, that's so very fulfilling and gratifying. But 20 years ago, I was trapped in an office where I felt like I was in jail every day. 
surrounded by mean-spirited politics, unethical and immoral ways of the corporate business that I was working for and that being imposed upon me. Of course, I had many ailments, mental, physical, emotional, anxiety attacks, and all kinds of physical conditions going on until one day I threw my arms up and I said, enough, I give, (laughs) I surrender, I'm miserable in the extreme, I see no way out. And in that moment of just surrender, I felt the air around me embracing me and I heard a voice resonate within me and all around me. And it said, can't you see you've come home, you'll stay here and heal yourself and many others. I had taken a break from the job that was killing me, gone to the desert of Southern California and had this experience on a mountaintop. The point is the surrender surrendering to a higher power and in doing so it's like ask and you shall receive (laughs) the help that you need you know this connection to source very well said I like that it it can be tough for the ego to let go it's the 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 feeling of the card tipping over if I don't, quote, manage my life. I mean, the ego wants to tug on the reins and pull the levers and push the pedals to try to manipulate the 3D arena. And, And for the ego to let go of that, it can be a daunting feeling. I mean, what would you say to to people that are on the cusp at, at the edge of the cliff of self-trust to let go like you just described to let go and let this higher higher sense of self this higher knowingness within our personas drop down into our our being and give us a, a greater sense of empowerment and comfort so this is what inspired me to write my first book wake up Because what Wake Up does is it gradually takes you through the process of exactly where you are at right now, reflecting upon the life you've lived thus far, seeing patterns that seem to be repeating throughout your life, reflecting upon those, realizing that within those are the life lessons that you came here to learn, also the opportunity to release negative attachments to the experiences in your life and embrace the most positive ones. It takes you through a practical spirituality, very basic, practical ways to bring spirituality into your everyday life. And then, of course, there's journaling and meditation. And there's even movement so that you can start to move and flow and let go and release and expand. And so my first book, Wake Up, is done in a workshop format with modules that are very practical. It's a gradual way, (laughs) right, to release karma that's been created in this and other lives because you see these are all things that are holding you back right and keeping you attached to this and that life and all of the physical attachments the material attachments what have you and so through this 10-day process you learn to start to um, let go of that with the practical spirituality you learn to balance ego and spirit and so it's it's a process by which you can let go of the ego attachments balance karma engage in practical spirituality and start to um, expand more into your spirit and that was the whole that's really the point of 
wake up. Spirit guided me to say, listen, you know, you need to offer a way for people to liberate their mind from limiting beliefs before they can, you know, expand their mind into the deeper metaphysical adventure in Rise Up. Well, very nice. Well, um, I just, I love all this content. Thank you very much. Um, you know, if you're, if you set out, I'm, I'm changing the, the direction a little bit. If you set out on a road, a road trip and you break out onto open road and, and you think you got smooth sailing going along and all of a sudden you hit a bump and you spill your martini on your new outfit. <laughs> the, um, um, if we look at the narrative of the 50s, it was such a, a Pleasantville kind of mindset, and now it looks like everything's in upheaval. What I'm looking at is the, the big picture. Now, in, in your book, you talk about the ages of the yugas, and there's elliptical cycles to to understand why we're going through what we're going through and why it's now. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. I became very fascinated by the ages of the yugas. In fact, I have a friend named Joseph Selby who wrote a book about the yugas. And it is the 3D wheel. It's this elliptical cycle, this this elliptical wheel that on one end has the dark ages and on the other end has golden ages of enlightenment. And so from a dark age on an ascending cycle, there's 12,500 years of ascending consciousness through different ages but the entirety of the planetary consciousness is in effect ascending as the planet itself gets closer and closer and closer to what the Hindus would call Brahma which is divine consciousness. They say flows through the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And so this elliptical wheel is literally a picture of our solar system on this ellipse, which is true in astrophysics. Our solar system literally does move on this elliptical wheel, and our planet does go on this cycle of 12,500 years coming in closer proximity with its tilt toward the center of the Milky Way galaxy leading into a golden age of enlightenment. At that point, people who have become enlightened, people who are done learning through separation and suffering on the 3D wheel have the opportunity then to get off the wheel and literally transcend or ascend into the next higher dimensional wheel. The Buddhists would call this wheel the wheel of suffering. And so at the end of of a cycle, you could say, then it becomes like the end of an age. And so those people who are awakening right now, who are tuning into the terms of ascension and and 5D, and they, they have a sense of transcending the matrix and letting go of the programming, they become very interested in truth and spirituality. They're awakening during this time of the golden age of enlightenment and will likely then get off the wheel at the time of ascension. However, there's a percentage of the population that just isn't done learning the valuable lessons that you can learn in a 3D reality of duality. So, 
when that wheel turns and instead of being in a golden age of enlightenment, it starts then to descend and devolve back into the dark ages. And the planetary consciousness, those who aren't ready to ascend, uh, they will then continue on a descension devolution arc for 12,500 years back to the Dark Ages. And we have seen it historically. Here we were, these advanced civilizations, these temple-building civilization. You had the Egyptian mystery schools and these incredible temples pyramids that were like energetic devices built in perfect synchrony and symmetry and in the mayan temples you had priest astronomers these advanced beings this advanced culture and then we find ourselves in the dark ages and we can barely build a shack in an outhouse and you have attila the hun lopping off heads and burning libraries We've seen it in the past. It's the way that this ascension and descension cycle works on a 3D wheel. And so at this time, much of what we're seeing, and COVID has been a great catalyst for this, is you see people choosing to use this opportunity in one way or another whether they choose to move deeper into the fear and the contraction and the compliance to authority. And on the other end, you have people who've used this experience to reflect on the way that they were living their lives now that their routine has been broken and to look at those things that maybe weren't conducive to their well-being or the well-being of others. And they have started to redefine their lives, but in a higher way, more creative, finally pursuing that dream that they never did. And so awakening and being curious about spirituality more, and not buying in to the programming of the mainstream media and questioning authority, (laughs) right? Protecting their rights and freedoms, the freedom to prosperity and happiness. Beautiful. Well, I mean, it's it's really up to us. The, The choice is in our lap, so to speak. I mean... What fascinates me about it all is the ego has free will. (laughs) I mean, we have an opportunity (laughs) to evolve, and we can either clench up in fear and retract, or we can let go and open up. Um, It's really up to us, isn't it? It is, and that's the beauty of free will and it is a major tenet for this whole creation that's been constructed is so that these avatars who we are have some free will choice about what they're going to do with the stimuli that they're presented with. So it is very much like a virtual reality, if you will, where different stimuli is put in front of us And it's up to us what we're going to do with that stimuli, how we're going to interact with it, how we're going to react to it. And it gives our programmer self an idea about where we're at on our journey. What types of choices are we making? Are we now making more evolved, more conscious choices? Or are we still letting ourselves being blown around randomly as if the reality is happening to us, not for us and because of us? And so we're either progressed on our evolutionary journey or we're held back until we start to intentionally create and consciously evolve. And it's up to us as to what we evolve into. In other words, we're, we're literally the rank and file human being on this planet are the 
programmers, the creators, the fabricators of of how the future will look. It, you know, when when you talk about the the golden age, the it's there for us, the humans, to embody. Now, if you look back when you were in that hostile corporate environment b- before you gave yourself the opportunity to open yourself up, and then you look at your persona now, for the listener that's kind of afraid to let go, kind of afraid to make the shift, um, describe the difference, the before and after, if you will, of of how your life feels, how how you experience your day. Well, first of all, I wake up like I'm shot out of a cannon (laughs) because I am so excited to embark upon my day knowing all of the beautiful experiences that I'm going to have throughout the day. I wake up and I go out in my front yard. I look up at the sun and I thank the sun for shining on all of us. The sun shines on everyone unconditionally. And then I thank the trees and the birds and I feel my feet in the grass. I'm just so grateful to be alive. And then I do my meditation and in my meditation I sit in stillness. And in that quiet place, I can connect into my eternal soul essence and see where it wants to take me on a journey today. I also use sound healing and crystals. And then as I embark upon the plans that I have for that day, I know that I want to go into everything that I am doing with sincerity, authenticity, a sincere desire to serve in the highest way that I possibly can because I love my brothers and sisters on this planet and I want to serve them in the very best way. I want to walk through my reality and everyone that I encounter, I want to uplift and elevate them, even if it's just a simple nod. I want to radiate love and light to benefit others, and I feel inspired and empowered to do so. And as I do so, I attract like-minded people into my reality. I attract amazing experiences and step into divine synchronicity where people, places, and things, they just fall into place naturally to keep my dream alive and my dream is just that my beautiful brothers and sisters on this planet earth who we love can experience as much love and joy, peace and unity and harmony as possible. Beautiful. Very nice. Well now, you've started uh, an a platform, uh, SciSpy TV. Do you want to tell us what SciSpy means and and the purpose of the platform? Thanks, Les. Yes, SCI stands for science. <laughs> SPI for spirituality. Science has always been a really important part of my spiritual journey because when I woke up I wanted to know you know what what's it all about Alfie you know who am I what am I what is this reality what's it all made of how does it work you know and so I really dove into science particularly quantum physics um, but also biology and I really Uh, found that much of what quantum physics is saying parallels with 
spiritual revelations that gurus have been talking about in Buddhism and Hinduism and various practices for eons, right? And so when I started to see the parallels, which I go in detail uh, in my book Rise Up about, um, that there was there's a bridge. It's one and the same. In fact, one of my favorite authors, Dr. J.J. Hurtock, wrote a book, The Book of Knowledge, Keys of Enoch, and in the in the introduction it says, when humanity can see that science and spirituality are one and the same, they will evolve. <laughs> and so I believe that to be true, and of course the journey through Rise Up is an evolutionary journey as you merge science and spirituality. But then I was in meditation one day, and I saw across the screen of my mind, SCI, SPI, SciSpy, and I knew it was a genre. So I trademarked it, and I came up with SciSpy.tv. And so now we have six channels and over 30 shows, and each one of them is designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten. We cover everything from spirituality, multidimensionality, of course, quantum physics, angels, aliens, and masters. We have a channel, Supernatural Adventures Around the Globe and Into the Cosmos, and a channel channel about high-vibe health and wellness. And so I invite you to go to scispi.tv and check it out. I wanted to offer conscious media as an alternative to mainstream programming. Well, uh, what I really like about that platform is, I mean, traditionally uh, Western academics kind of scoffs at the idea of metaphysical principles, but, you know, truth with a capital T has been out there for a very long time. It's, It's time for us to integrate all everything. I mean, the, the, I think part of the reason we've been quote stuck unquote for so long is 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 the disparity between the multidimensional aspect of all that is and the three D you know measure quantify kind of mindset of of traditional academia. So I really applaud your platform to to bring the people that are exploring a deeper understanding of how how science and spirituality are really pointing um i i mean they're there to coexist and not be be in such different camps so i i very much applaud that platform and i thank you for doing that well We've got about six minutes left. Could you share with the audience your platform, your web page, your books, your services, so they know who you are, what you're about, and what might serve them and how to engage that, please? Thank you, Les. So I do offer a variety of services, both online and live. And so if you visit my website, which is SuzanneRossWellness.com, on the homepage, you'll see everything I do and offer. So it's like a landing page, and you can scroll through my books, the sessions. I offer meditations, initiations, and activations, which can be downloaded. I also offer spiritual journeys here in the Red Rock Vortex of Sedona, where I also offer live sessions. I also have a radio show, Transcend the Matrix, on Truth Frequency Radio, and also the SciSpy.tv TV network platform. And so you can find that all on the landing page. I felt inspired to offer sessions. I became early on in my awakening, inspired myself to go to various psychics and readers and healers. And my experience was so very positive 
as each one offered me the healing that I needed or some insight that I was seeking, showing me techniques and tools to help me progress on my journey. And then through an intentional, focused effort to enhance my own psychic awareness and energy healing abilities, I started to be able to do channeling and in doing channeling offer psychic readings also energy healing and so um, on my website you'll see that I offer a series of 10 sessions but of course they can also be purchased individually and in those sessions uh, you'll see a description of each one they build one upon the next and then also here in Sedona I offer live sessions here at our healing center, as well as, like I said, spiritual journeys where we go out into the red rock vortex of Sedona and have an amazing journey out here in this magnificent landscape. Very nice. Well, so how, how do you see, I, I know we have infinite potential and we have, we have, um, an eternally um, infinite variety of choices in the moment. How do you see humanity evolving over the next few years to five five years? I mean, how do you see this narrative playing out? I feel there's an individual as well as a collective unfoldment. I believe that there'll be a group of people who create a new and higher way of living and being where we have sovereignty and free will and we are independent in some ways from authoritarian rule and uh, another part of the population who will choose to be more in the mainstream devolution of compliance and control uh, at the mercy of those in charge who hoard the wealth and uh, who don't have our best interest in mind. Um, and so, you know, it just is a choice. Like you said, I think there'll be uh, a split uh, of people, and I think COVID's been a, a major catalyst for that. And so we make choices every day about whether we want to protect our rights and freedoms and live our lives in a unity community or whether we want to go further down into the fear and separation programming of those enslaving and entrapping us in the 3D matrix. Um, and so it's just a choice that we can make on a daily basis about what we, you know, where we're at on our journey and, you know, the path that we want to take. If you're listening to this program, I'm guessing you're on the path that's creating a higher way of living and being for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right, Les? <laughs> that's a fact, Jack. I mean, it's, it's, uh... Let's just lay it out there now that we're at the end of the show. <laughs> well, it's... it's... It's such an exciting time to be alive. I mean, to to come out it of sure the is. brain and come into the the vastness of the all that is. And I mean, it, it, it there's kind of a honing of your personal preferences, so to speak. Kind of like in the past, you would think in this nonchalant sort of way, without much attention and intention to what you're actually thinking. And as you step more and more into your power, you start to recognize that your thoughts, your intentions, your expectations are, are vehicles of power. And so to, to get clear and, and more focused about what you truly desire is part of the mechanism of bringing it into being, um, don't you think? Absolutely. Very beautifully expressed. Well, do you have any closing thoughts that you want to share with our audience? 
that you are a magnificent being capable of doing, being, or having anything you desire with the power of your pure intention to serve the highest good for yourself and others. You are both human and divine, and you have an eternity of excellent adventures ahead But make the most of this life right here and now. I send you love and many blessings. Namaste. Beautiful. Suzanne, I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. (laughs) I have. Thank you, Les. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let's stay connected. (laughs) Indeed. We've been talking with Suzanne Ross, and the topic tonight is Rise Up. Awakening through reflection. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her website out again, SuzanneRossWellness.com, and that is S U Z A N N E R O S S Wellness.com. What a fun episode! You know, could you hear the uh, delight and glee in Suzanne's voice? It's um there's a there's a real deep sense of of freedom of that that happens as you more fully embody the truth of who you are like i mentioned in the uh introduction our saviors don't want to come down here and hold our hands they want us to step up to rise up to awaken to the truth of who we really are the best in my perspective the best narrative of the future of humanity is is humanity claiming its own dominion, its own sovereignty. That's an inherent divine aspect of every point of consciousness. And in order to do that, we need to we need to own it. We need to embody it. And that's what I love about bringing episodes like tonight, where. Suzanne has created such a a wonderful path, if you will, the the Ten Days on the Ascension Path and, and her other two books of the trilogy give you a vehicle of how you can more fully embody that higher wisdom, that bigger vision, that deeper understanding. And as you embody that, there's 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 this ocean there's this gigantic ocean of peace a very deep sense of peace that comes with that and when humanity learns how to embody peace peace by its very nature won't force itself peace will not strong arm anything it has to be chosen I, I suggest it has to be discovered as an inherent part of you as you as you embody the the bigger wisdom, the bigger understanding of just who you are. Well, time flies by. I want to tell you, the listener, thank you for showing up for yourself. Thank you for spending this time to grow who you are. We're <laughs> we are we are living of the most dynamic, powerful transformation of a of a human species on a planet in perhaps all the galaxies. Who's to say? But what an exciting time to be alive. I'm your host, Les Jensen. I created the new Human Living Platform for you. Our tagline is Pure Authentic You. Pure Authenticity. I chose that. Because there's no adjectives. There's no stipulation. When you're pure, the the essence of who you are has no incongruent um, parts. You're harmonious with your truth, pure. And authenticity, authenticity will kick your ass. What's so nice about authenticity is I suggest when you're tr- the more authentic you are, the less fatigue.
fatigue you you accumulate as you live your life. In other words, when you're totally authentic, you can sustain that forever. I think we burn out, we crash when we're incongruent, when we're inauthentic with ourselves. Pure, authentic you. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a New Human Living Radio broadcast to bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's latest book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.